Yo, people, welcome to Brandpreneur, a platform that inspires the action needed to build a disruptive brand and impact the universe. I'm Matt Thorne, aka Sketchy Media. And I'm Phil Kemish, aka Phil Kemish. And Brandpreneur is the place for you if you're a brand builder, a business owner, an entrepreneur, a hustler, just looking to figure out how to build the biggest brand in the world, then we give you the actionable tips, tricks, insights, and knowledge from some of the best brand builders out there. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing why you should be building a brand, not just a business. We're going to have a cup of coffee and we're going to talk about the things that we've learned on our journey and hope to give you guys some fucking amazing knowledge that you can take and change the world with. So if that is something that you are indeed into, smash the subscribe button and tickle that little notification bell so you do not miss a thing. Let's get right into it. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. So building a brand and not just a business is something that has been super important to me. I know it's been super important to you, Phil, and that's how we've got to this word brandpreneur, if you like. I've had a... I think it was the thing that connected us. I think ultimately, like when we spoke about the brands that we loved when we were kind of like first talking about building a company together, whether that was like design brands like Dyson or whether that was like Def Jam, the music brands, they stood for something and they like, they changed culture. I think that's why we connected because we had that same value system. Yeah. And as a person for me, like in terms of my background and designing logos and building branding systems for various different companies, you know, that's been something that I've been hugely passionate about the, the visual identity side of it. But what I realized quite quite quickly was what I connected to with the stories and how these brands were built, what they stood for. Um, if you look around my house, you'll see endless amount amounts of brands, whether it's Apple products, whether it's, you know, like Absolute, Supreme, Supreme um, Def Jam, we've got the book there. Um, it's something that I'm, I connect to on a, on a story-based level. And for me, it's about what they stand for and what they do. And I think, you know, it took us a while to get to that as being an ethos, but it's something that once we figured it out, uh, was was really quite impactful. I remember the, uh, I think the first day we stumbled across this word, we were kind of just sat in the office or, or sat in a coffee shop, one of the two, having a coffee. And we were just chatting about being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and what it took and the kind of what the values were about keeping on, to, keeping on building. And actually, I think one of us just said like, I prefer building brands. Like, shouldn't entrepreneurs just be focused on building brands? They could just be a brandpreneur. Laugh moments where we both said the word and it was like, that's it. That's we were it. like, that's us. That's all, that's all we've ever wanted to do is just create stuff and build things that can have an impact on people and change the world. And we were like, actually, we're brandpreneurs. I remember that being like a light bulb moment. And, and actually, one of the things I really remember about it is that we went straight into the action of like, registering the Facebook page and going, we oh, have yeah, to we create, action we have to create a community around this because actually the people that we connected to as entrepreneurs are people that were doing similar things yeah. with their lives, you know? And I think actually then we, we started thinking about this, not just from a personal point of view, but actually from a community of people that were building brands. One of, one of the things that resonated with me, I think really early on was the whole entrepreneur culture. And while being an entrepreneur is 
deeply inspiring and aspirational. There's some great entrepreneurs out there. One of the things I always struggled with was this idea of you know, let's just make money, let, let's try and figure out businesses where actually it was the impact and the brand inside of it, which is what we, we were interested in. Like you and I, when we first started our, before we started our agency, even the first live music event we started, we approached that as a brand and we looked at how do we make a brand? You know, what's the sting going to look like? And our mind frame switch going into into building that as an event came from the brand first, not the money point of view. And I think yeah. when I look at all the things that we've done successfully, it's always been about approaching it in that way. And sometimes to our detriment, not being out, not thinking about the monetization model has kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit, but that's something that we've had to learn to navigate along that journey. Look, I think, I think they go hand in hand. We're not sitting there saying without, you know, you need a business behind the brand, but I think the brand values and what it stands for was really important to have from the beginning. So as, you scale that business you know what you're striving for as a mission the people that work for you know what you're striving for and that was what the word was about i think we're not saying entrepreneurs are wrong there's a million amazing entrepreneurs but people need to start thinking how are we building brands around the businesses what's really interesting about the concept of being a brand entrepreneur is the brands of tomorrow are impacting people today so what we're seeing is a, a big shift in terms of what brands are dying like the kodaks the toys of the, to the toys of us the blockbusters of this world are are failing to add the value required to their consumer set and that's why these new brands that are adding value making people's lives better are coming in and winning and i think that's a really interesting place for us to be right completely now. and i think as technology accelerates, you're gonna see more and more of the traditional brands lose touch to their audience, their consumers, unless they are building brands that enrich, entertain, inspire, inform. Like there's these pillars that I think people want from a brand. And actually they want convenience. Absolutely. If you look at something like Uber, you know, you look at something like Uber and Airbnb, they've just created a complete new market where they've just, you know, I would normally use my local traditional taxi. And I'm not saying this is great, but because Uber's easier and because technology is easier, I'm just using Technology and convenience will trump everything every day of the week without any exception. It's disproportionately advantageous to be a technology business right now than it is to be anything else. And I think what we're saying is that the time is now. If brands aren't thinking about their positioning their technology stacks, their customer bases, then they will get taken out. I don't think anyone's safe. I actually don't think anyone's safe. Nobody, like even, nobody's safe. Even, even Amazon and Jeff saying like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to struggle. Yeah, we're we're going to die. We're going to die in the future. And I think the, the amazing opportunity right now is for anyone that is an entrepreneur that's looking at building brands, you know, people like the Monzos that we were just chatting about earlier, just I can build a complete new bank banking system and platform. Like it's an exciting time. I think if you're not excited about creating things right now, you're in the wrong space because the opportunity is out there to kind of go out there and do new things, which is what we've kind of been talking about Recently. That's it, solving problems. How, how can you enrich people's lives by solving problems? How can you bring them more convenience? And, you know, we're, we're in a completely hyper-connected world, so there's infinite opportunity to be able to change and enrich people's lives right now. And the, the thing about building a brand that's really interesting is when you start with the problem, if you start with the why, that's where you really get to the crux of, you know, how you can impact the world. And I think a lot of, you know, I'm not saying that things that don't solve a problem won't exist. There will be things that are more entertainment based like netflix but if you look at the the five biggest brands in the world right now that have grown are all grown from solving a problem airbnb uber netflix these guys have completely shifted things with technology but also making things convenient and easier
Yeah, I think there's a real interesting, um, I think, you know, obviously people listening here would be, how do I apply this to my brands? Maybe it's worth touching on some of the things that we think are important when looking at either starting a brand or even like if you've got an established brand, looking back at your, your, your purpose, your manifesto, your values, and actually looking at how you can align them with your audience. Yeah, I because think, I think people, have, people do this internally. I think most brands will sit there and write, you know, they're kind of like, we've done this a few times with brands and for ourselves. What do we stand for? What's our manifesto? But actually how outwardly facing are those and i think just to take it back to the whole idea of a brand entrepreneur i mean it's applicable to kind of any walk really it's not just about are you creating a, a big brand it's you know your personal brand it's your your new startup it's a product or a service all of these things can become brands there's not one thing that does or doesn't define what a brand is but at the end of the day the way i'm looking at it and we see influencers who are becoming brands they're building personal brands it's what do they what value do they give and what do they align with is the same as what another brand that's selling something can align with so the, the framework for me works across any type of business right yeah. any business can become a brand or person or person and i think actually the brands that we just like from our point of view our personal point of view most of our purpose and missions come from our personal experience and what yeah, we want exactly. to do as people i think it's really important that as founders and as people who are creating the brands and you know that's what entrepreneurs are they're creating the brands is those those come from you as a person they have to align to you if you really want to scale a business that's going to keep you driven keep you motivated and probably affect change it has to be something that's bigger than you building a brand will make you much more successful than just building a business and i think everybody in the future needs to look at the values they're offering and build brand values first regardless of what product or service it is i mean for us it's been a kind of i guess this doesn't happen overnight this is a seven or eight year mind shift story that we have talked about yes we came up with the word maybe five or six years ago but to actually put it into application and to learn about it it's been a process that that's why we never started the podcast five years ago we were still discovering exactly what it meant to us i think it's only really recently that we've started the last few years having worked in the agency and been lucky enough to work with brands like absolute house somali that to look at the value systems and what people stand for to know to chat to the guys from patagonia about what they're doing like to understand how a real brand is driving real stories and real value systems and purpose has made us understand that this is what actually is connecting to us as consumers. Because I think as consumers, the shift is that we're all changing. We don't want to just buy the next item because it's the cheapest or, or this. We want to maybe buy it because it's conscious or because it's come from a story or because we believe in what it stands for. And what, and what impact they're having. I think one of the really relevant things to mention here is this book, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, which to be honest, deeply plagued my life for a few years. It caused me endless amounts of issues internally. And I think, you know, as we Cheers, were, Simon. As we were building our agency, yeah. from where we started the agency of Disrupt, which started off as a record label, <laughs> um, helping build artists as brands, which we did very successfully. Um when we started scaling the agency and I came across this book, it almost tore me into two pieces. I really had to question everything. Do I even want to build an agency? Do I believe in an agency model? And actually we hit a crossroad very hard because of this start with why I remember spending two months spending every day trying to write my fucking why and struggling to align my why with the work that we were already doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't always tick the boxes, but I think for the, for some parts and some of the clients we worked on, which we were able to align their value system, you know, 
for example, the KA Drinks with the Rated Awards with a passion to help us build a platform for urban culture with GRM Daily that we could be proud of and actually amplify and have an impact on the music that we both were passionate about allowed us to probably do some of our best work and the best work with the partners and the best work in, you know, looking back at what has been achieved by that brand, the Rated Awards. But it was done on uh, on building a brand that had a purpose. Absolutely, and even just from coming back from the platforms like GRM, which we were, uh, which we did a lot of work with, that the, that platform had a purpose. The rated awards had a purpose. You know, we we had a purpose with with the label. We wanted to empower urban music and, and build a culture around urban music. And I think what what we quite quickly came across was the the division of the agency where we actually wanted to build brands and work on brands we're passionate about versus servicing clients and you know fast forward three years later we've now sold the business and that's allowing us to move on into the next phase of our life but this is where i will credit the book is this book helped us get to that point so now we can relook at our lives and look at our own purpose and journey and now build things that align with our purpose and journey so yeah it was a it was a very very hard book to stomach and it caused a lot of a lot of internal friction but it's actually helped us get to a point now where everything we do is based on the purpose and the why and it's completely revolutionized it's completely changed our lives yeah no, completely and i think the one sentiment if you haven't read the book go and read the book watch the video on on youtube it's it's i don't know how many million hits it's on but it's not people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it and i think that's the thing that we asked ourselves that question we have to keep on asking ourselves and maybe putting that story at the front of your brand yeah i think that's what we we tell all our brands now is like the first thing we say is aligning your brand and your people to one thing. Like, what do you both believe in? That alignment of the mission and alignment of values is what sets any kind of marketing campaign we've worked up with successful, any brand we've consulted on to be successful. That is the first thing that we do all the time. And that's before we go along on into finding the audience and looking at what their motivations are going to be. But it's, it's really, really key is to start with that. And if we take it a little bit back to just Brandpreneur as a as a as a platform that we started, I think you know the why for us was you know we wanted to give back some of these insights and these learning these lessons that we've learned because it took us you know you know I'm 35 I can't even remember how old you are but you're younger than me um, but it took us this long to get to the point where we understood these things fully and even our journey of seven years like and the people that we've had on this show you talk about you know, Miss Anne's, you talk about the JC's, you can see the fact that as they're building their brands, the the why and the purpose is what has kept their guiding light and kept them going and actually made people gravitate towards being part of that. Yeah, absolutely. The The, the bit that gets me all the time is uh, Seth Godin's The Dip, right? It's that point where you're, you've got over your excitement about starting a new project or your brand or your business and then shit really gets fucking tough. Shit gets real. And how do you get through the moment where shit gets real, whether that's how do you acquire customers? How do you, you know, reach people? Like if the engagement doesn't work, like how do you get over those really, really fucking hard bits? And ultimately, the only thing that's going to get you through that hard time is believing in what you're doing. It's the persistence. And for me, it's you have to have the stomach, you have to have the passion and you have to have the belief system to allow you to get through that that point and, and what's really interesting from like, let's just talk about from maybe some actions from a marketing point of view is now people are using their inward value system as their outward marketing 
frameworks. Yeah, so, so your seeing, story, your story and your why, your why becomes your story and that will align to an audience so and you need to tell that story to them. Examples of this, Tom's, you know, from the very beginning, we buy one shoe, we give one back and it's like that story was the marketing. That was a story that people went, oh, I'm buying a shoe, I'm feeling good and like, you know, his mission was I wanted to create a shoe which was, um, which was, functional but also helped solve a problem because it was a real problem he went and saw in brazil I, I believe that you know was on the ground and he wanted to try and solve something again it's like what's the problem you want to solve and how can you do it but it, so it works externally but also can work internally right yeah. so when you when you have people coming to work for you like those people that you hire if they believe in your mission and they believe in what you do people will gravitate towards you and they're more likely to stick. You know, it's very difficult in startup culture. It's, it's very chaotic. People come into these new businesses that people are just trying to figure shit out, right? You've got leaders that are maybe leading the business for the first time with a great idea, very inexperienced in management. And those things are tough for people to come and work for. But ultimately, if you can build a mission-based system or something that they believe in, you kind of find a common ground to make it work together. And, you know, we've consulted for one or two startups which we we won't mention the names of but we've seen people come into very chaotic businesses but almost can survive the chaos because of the guide and like mission even when the internal operations were atrocious and when we're saying missions maybe let's let's look at some actionable tips that if you're like what someone listening to this how do you put this into play because I think that's what the listeners are going to try. So get, getting your brand in order for me, there's there's a few simple things you can do. The one thing that we found worked really well um, for brands that we've consulted on, but also our own brands is just having a manifesto. Like what are the what is the value system and things that you believe in and delivering that in some sort of document, however simple that document may be, whether it's quotes on a, on a wall, whether it's a deck, whether it's a, a, a poster. If you can build your value system into one simple thing that people can and understand an action and it aligns with them that is the perfect start and maybe just as simple as bring it down to one guiding mission statement and you know that's that the why which simon says is it's very hard to get to and what i is think the one why and i think you know we worked on whys throughout our lives for other people and for ourselves and it is really really difficult so i think people sit here going it's easy just to write what you do we sell these hats and it does this, but why you do it is very, very... Why are you very, selling those hats? Why, do you care deeply about the head protection of men? Keep, <laughs> or, you know, like, yeah, that, getting that why is just such a difficult thing. But trust me, if you can get it, it will completely revolutionize the way you think about your business and the way you position your brand. So I think it's very vital that you align those values before you start off. And actually anyone that comes into the business learns them, should understand them and be able to replicate them as you as you scale. Absolutely. I think that twists both ways, right? There's an outwardly facing why, which is the mission statement, the purpose of the brand that can go on your your website or on your packaging. And then there's the internal manifesto, which is how do you action that why? Like what are the things internally that you can tell people from a manifesto point of view that can action towards your why? Yeah. So second point, we start to look at, I think, the audience and the people that you're trying to connect to, to be part of your brand, your tribe, you know, whatever you want to call them, your fans, your customers, what are their value systems and their beliefs? Because it should have a direct alignment between what yours are internally and what theirs are, because there should be, you're building a relationship and fundamentally people build better relationships with people that have the same value and belief systems so i think as a brand you don't think of them very personally but i think we start to look at brands quite personally now one of the main things we talk about 
kind of from a, a marketing point of view is the persona, right? Is who is the exact ideal customer yeah. that you want to align your product, brand or service with? Once you define that and, you know, there may be a few. There is maybe not, it's not just one, but the, the tighter you can get that fucking persona, the more impact you can have to that person's life if you tighten up everything around it. And we're not talking about just your audience, your customer profiles. We're talking about, I think, a brand persona here. So one of the things that we've gone into is like, what is what does the brand talk like, look like, the archetype? Those things are really, really that important. That helps you define your audience. So I think having both sides, it's like they've got to connect the dots. Like you have your target audience, your, your primary, secondary consumers, great. But actually knowing your brand and what you look like is probably as important as knowing Absolutely. them. Absolutely. So there's two sides of that there's audience two sides piece. of the relationship. It's conversation that and needs I, to be had. I think a lot of people, when we, when we go into consult and we work with brands, they actually only have one. They go, I know my audience, it's 25 to 35 year old males in, you know. But nine times out of 10, it's not specific enough. Nine times out of 10, a brand will not tell you the exact person, what they look like, how they behave on a day-to-day basis and what they consume. And that's where I think a lot of people go wrong at the audience phase. They say, oh yeah, it's kind of younger. You know, it might be girls, it might be guys, but. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. In today's day and age, that is nowhere near specific enough. When you're talking about a platform like Facebook, which can target people based on, you know, what passions, what, in, passions, what, what they're watched. interested in, yeah. where they went last night for dinner <laughs> to, to some of the freakier uh, senses, like you need to really understand granularly who that person is and align your brand and then look at how you scale it from there because you know one thing that we learned a lot about the music industry when we were marketing music was it's better to have a hundred fans that will listen to your album buy your merch come to all your shows than it is to have a hundred thousand people that don't those hundred people are infinitely more important than the hundred thousand yeah yeah and you have your core you're always going to have your core core audience that's what we're talking about here is the hundred thousand people might stream a song but the hundred hundred people might tell ten friends buy ten tickets buy a t-shirt absolutely so I think brands need to look at like what is the focus of their core tribe and build around that. So we've got value-based system aligning that with your internal and your external. We've got knowing your audience both on your own side um, for your, your customers and also for your own archetype, or your own persona. What's next? And then we, I think the, the most important thing next is the attention piece is how are you earning the attention of those people? And when we say attention, it kind of covers quite a wide, a wide net. I mean, it's how how are you making them aware? How are you making them engage? Like, how are you having the conversation with them? What's really nice in, in that sentiment you just said there was actually the word earning because you're not saying... You can't buy attention. You have to earn it. So I feel like that's a really important fate, like for you to pull out because actually, you know, what we talk a lot is about how do you how do you add value to people's lives as a brand? Like, what do you do? Do you entertain them? Are you educating them? Are you 
helping them with the passions that they might have underneath it that you know that is where we get into what we love about marketing with culture which is people's passions sport music fashion things they consume and how do we add value to that yeah how do we earn attention in in those spaces one of the key things for me about the attention piece and we we talk about earning attention and why it's so important is you are essentially earning an opportunity to have a conversation with someone it's not you know you you don't go and swipe right on all these girls and go straight in and try and go for the kill you know you have to build rapport that's where i've been going wrong that is where you've been going wrong (laughs) the the attention piece is about how you build rapport with someone and there's obviously uh i don't want to use the word funnel so i might even beep the word funnel out of this but essentially there is a journey that you're going to take people on i think ultimately what people connect to is stories humans connect to stories and when we talk about earning attention it's what is the brand story that you can tell your customer to get them on board if you believe in the same things if you know who those people are you now need to have a conversation with them then you need a story that they're going to engage with so that's broadly what we talk about with attention and i think ultimately like from a from an agency point of view and some of our background just to give some context agency is a dirty word um from the the storytelling business that we created (laughs) um and what we believe in is telling stories actually from a brand like we you know we sit here and say brands have a personality and archetype actually it's very difficult for a brand to have you know a personality you know virgin is richard his personality and he always fronted the campaigns and it was like this is why influencers for us has become such an important thing when we say influencers actually we just mean people that have the same values as your brand that can communicate the message that you need them to tell to the audience that you want it's translation so i feel like it's really important that reason why we believe that you know the influencer space and actually talent alignment is so important is because it allows a brand to have a narrative and a story with somebody that should have similar values and an audience that they both want to tell that story to and influencer marketing is interesting and when when we talk about influencer marketing we don't talk about that we talk about marketing with influencers and i think influencers again is such a broad term but if you look at what we've done with the guys at grm and how how we helped ka build their brand is you know not every brand can just come out and be able to start making branded content and actually one of the the better hacks is to use another voice that shares the same beliefs as you or the same passions or consumer passions as you and use them to tell the story essentially that's what we're doing with influencer marketing it's marketing through or with influencers not just influencer marketing and that can be a platform that could be another business that you know has the audience that you want and you can create a really beautiful strategic partnership with them that you can just power you know at the end of the day brands have money and they can invest that money to do good and impact other things without having to have a branded campaign or something that you know is the glory moment people don't give a shit lastly one of the the other things we talk about just in terms of our approach is you know how are we going to take how how do you drive action you know what are the things that people can do off the back of that relationship and this might not always be a sale uh, you know a click through uh, a new fan I think that's the thing that we have to you it can know, be balance. super long tail man it can be as simple as donating something it could be as simple as going to watch a video somewhere it's well if we bring it back to relationship you don't go into relationship and say I want to marry you now no I mean exactly. some people do yeah it's a <laughs> um, series of smaller actions it's the it's it. the dinner it's it's a series of smaller actions that build up to the relationship you can't expect to have a f- a customer for life if you don't put in Absolutely. the plan and i think ultimately that's what we're saying yeah and i think just to just to to string this together you know when 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 we talk about building a brand not a business it's it's these principles that come together to help you 
define and build your brand successfully. It's, it's not about, and you know, they do apply to businesses, but when we talk about the mission side of things, you know, having your, aligning your values and having a why will make you infinitely more successful than not having that. And that, there's no question about that at all. That's just, that's the way it is. So Matt, building a brand over a business, why is it so important? Building a brand over a business will make you more successful hundred percent every day of the week you will be infinitely more successful if you focus on building a brand over just a business not to say that the business bit isn't important but what building a brand does it gives you or it allows you to focus on a value system that you can align with people it allows you to build a story that can resonate with an audience that earns attention and it can allow your brand to drive the action needed both short term and long term to be able to build what you need to build and drive your success metrics of your brand or business so so even if you're an entrepreneur starting out even if you're an established business this is something that we both believe you should be looking at and it evolves your passions your your purpose might evolve your mission statement but you have to have it internally and externally now forward facing to the people that you want to connect with yeah and if there's three things i would summarize that with i would summarize it with building a brand manifesto looking at what you uh stand for and what you what you believe in i would have a audience set like a specific persona of the types of people i want my brand to engage with who it stands for and then i would have a story one thing that allows me to earn the attention of the people i want to have a conversation with wicked if you enjoyed this branchpreneur video there is plenty more where this came from so smash that subscribe button and ding that notification bell if that's ding, something ding. that you're into we've also got a weekly podcast and all great platformers make sure you go and have a listen tell a mate rate it and follow us at branchpreneur so you've got an idea for a business the store of your dreams there's just one thing to figure out everything that's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. 